Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is a Dude Studios production. And hey, I'm the Dude. Welcome back to Hey Bartender Podcast. I'm your bartender for the evening. I am the Dude, so that's what you call me. Or you can call me Anthony. That's completely fine with me. Today is a really groovy episode for me. I brought on Vicky Magyar. You know what? I forgot to ask her last name, so I'm sorry, Vicky, if I butchered your last name. Uh, she goes by Slick Vic BA on Instagram and TikTok. You uh, probably, some of you probably might know her for uh, her health and wellness talks, her uh, big smile, her uh, big curly hair. She is such an awesome person. I brought her on the show because uh, I postulated a question out there for you guys. Uh, Do you guys feel like that you uh, eat healthy? Do you take care of yourself while you're at work? Most of you uh, said yes. But I asked you guys also if you would like to know more about eating healthy and exercising while working in the service industry, and every single one of you screamed, yes! So I decided to do a little bit of research, and it turns out that Vicky is actually, uh, she actually worked in the service industry for 10 years, and she knows exactly what I was talking about and had a lot of really great advice for us. So... Uh, I had to get her on the show, and she is such an amazing girl. Um, there will be a point in the uh, time in the podcast where she and I kind of go and uh, bond a little bit about our martial arts experience, but uh, you'll love her stories, and you know, uh, pay attention to the uh, things she talks about because there's a lot of stuff that she goes into, not only about eating healthy and taking care of your body, but also taking care of your mind. You're going to love it. So, that being said... Uh, let's get the drink special out of the way before we get things started. This week's uh, drink special is called the Americano. I decided to do a search on the internet for a drink that uh, people uh, would drink if they're an athlete for speedy recovery and things like that. Something that doesn't make them completely out of it and a uh, huge hangover, but tastes still tastes pretty good. This one sounded pretty good. This one's called the Americano. Now, according to this article, it said, this isn't your typical barista-made Americano. This is Dietrich's own boozy recipe. I love Americano, which is sweet vermouth, Campari, and soda for afternoons after a workout. He says it's low-proof, refreshing, and won't make you tipsy. Now, like I said, the ingredients is one and a half ounces of Campari, one and a half ounces of sweet vermouth, soda water to top, and orange for garnish. I'll put a picture of it up on social media, and please let me know what you think of it. Uh, email me, dude at Hey Bartender Podcast, or drop me a message on any of the social medias uh, on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok. It's all at Hey Bartender Podcast. I'd love to hear from any one of you. Now, with that being said, Laura Hope in the Arctones, would you please help me get things started? <laughs> Oh, wait, wait. 
weird you what know, going on. Well, I uh, all these Zoom interviews that I've done in, uh, lately, I give it about five minutes before it crashes, then we have to start again or, you know, try to continue on where we left off. But Yeah. Uh, uh, can I call you Vicky? Oh, yeah. Vicky's good. Okay. Yeah. So, Vicky, uh, thank you so much for joining me on Hey Bartender Podcast. It's a uh, it's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you. It's a pleasure being here. I'm really excited just to sit and talk and shoot the breeze, and I'm excited to see what we're going to talk about, you know? <laughs> so this is good. Well, most of my podcasts, we just kind of just go with the flow. I don't really have anything scripted. I have, you know, maybe a few yeah. questions in my head, but that's about it. Yeah. So, um, perfect. Uh, why don't you, why don't we start the show off why, uh, with you giving people a summary about yourself? Perfect. Yeah. Well, as you said, my name's Vicki. Um, I, I mean, I go by Slick Vic for people that are on social media. I know it sounds, sounds kind of funny, but it was just one of those nicknames that I had growing up and it's stuck. Mm. Um, but, uh, right now I, I actually created my own business and of course I did it over COVID because it seemed like, Hey, if this is the time to do it, you might as well, <laughs> you have the time inside, you know, become an entrepreneur and whatever. So, um, a little background of before I tell you what my business is, I actually got, I uh, went to Youngstown State University and I got my master's in education. So I was um, working in the school as a school counselor and I moved to Florida and very shortly after work, I mean, I was only there for gosh, like five, six months. And I realized that being in the education system, working in it is a, is a lot different than I thought. Mm-hmm. Um, but I still wanted to help people. So uh, with my background with wellness and mental health and fitness and all the, that kind of stuff combined, I decided to look into alternative ways of healing. So holistic, um, other ways, instead of taking a pill or always, you know, having to go to the doctor, I'm like, how are ways that we can heal ourselves? And so then I kind of just stumbled upon different healing modalities and I got into Reiki. And for those who don't know what Reiki is, a very brief way to explain it is removing um, just stress from the body. A lot of times it's like energy blockages. And um, yeah, and that's where I'm at. So. I do that and I do like one-on-one coaching as well with overall wellness. So it deals with like mental, emotional, physical, spiritual kind of healing. Wow. That's a lot. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I know. I was like, oh my, like, how can I make this like a little small nutshell of information? <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah. well, good for you. That seems like everybody took the initiative to um, create their own business or do uh, move something. from something from just hobby to something that they love to do. Uh, during COVID, I guess that's one of the plus sides of things that happened during the COVID uh, situation. Definitely. And I agree. But um, it, it COVID was really handy for me because I've been doing this podcast for a couple of years, but all of a sudden COVID, uh, all of a sudden everybody's schedule was wide open so I could ask any bartender or server, you know, please come on the show. And they were like, well, I got the time. Why not? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go back a little bit. Now, uh, in the conversation we were having before we started uh, started recording, you said you had spent time in the service industry. Yes. Um, yeah, I was actually, I started out as a hostess at Ruby Tuesdays. Um, and so I'm from Ohio, um, Campbell, Ohio, like near Youngstown area. Um, and then I quickly moved to a waitress. So then I was there for about 10 years. Um, wow. Yeah, as a waitress. Oh, mm-hmm. I know um, I grew up uh, in um, Oregon, but I live in Texas right now. 
And I think in yeah. Oregon, there was only one Ruby Tuesdays that I knew about. But oh, wow. the last, I think the last three uh, guests I've had on the show said they've had some experience at a Ruby Tuesday, but they were like from North Carolina, you from Ohio. Uh, yeah. Is it really common in that area? I, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I know at least for like my area, there's, you know, there's one about 15, 20 minutes, you know, another town over. So it seems to be a, maybe more popular on our side of the U.S. But yeah, it might be an East I Coast thing. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it must be that. It must be that. But before it had come into our area, like I hadn't heard of it before. Mm. So it must have just kind of blew up a couple of years ago, and then maybe it'll make its way to you guys. <laughs> <laughs> you said you uh, you did that for about 10 years. So before, yeah. was this before you discovered uh, the holistic and uh, the uh, all of, all the stuff that you just, you just mentioned? Yes. So when I was when I was a waitress and like a hostess, I mean, I worked my way all throughout college, my, you know, undergrad and graduate. I also had been in and out of other jobs and careers and always kind of went back to the service industry because as you know, it's, it's good money. I mean, when it's flowing, it's flowing and it's cash in your pocket usually. Um, so I was not really focused on like the healing aspect of what I do now, but the fitness and the health part of that, I was um, focused on. I've always been um, an athlete of some sort, you know, growing up. Um, and I've always loved eating good food, healthy food. So being in a restaurant and being in a restaurant that, you know, caters to all sorts of types of food, you know, it, it was hard at times. I'll say it that way. Mm -hmm. Um, because you know, it's temptation of course, or it's just, you know, Oh, I didn't have the time to eat something, but I'm starving and I just worked a, you know, six hour shift. I'm just going to shove some fries on my mouth. You know what I mean? Sure. But, um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I, I was, I got serious the more that I was there, if that makes sense, mm -hmm. as far as like eating healthy, but, um, you know, it wasn't always the easiest. I'll say it that way. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's, let's start there. The reason why I brought you on this podcast is to, uh, Clue some of uh, the people out there who are still work in the service industry, things that they can do to lead a healthier life, improve their lives a little bit. Because like you just said, can relate to that because when I was a bartender, uh, I it was yeah. eat if there's time, eat what's available. or and, yeah. and, and I never thought ahead enough in order to think I should pack something or, you know, it usually ended up, you know what? It's going to be fastest if he just makes me a burger and then I can just wolf that down and then get back to work. So right. what kind of, what kind of disciplines did you, uh, did you do uh, set for yourselves in order, uh, in order to stay in that mindset? Well, at first it was, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm not going to you know lie to you guys. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't always that way. I mean, we would come out with, if you know anything about Ruby Tuesdays, like we are known for our burgers, you know? So it's like, we're talking, you know, juicy cheeseburgers with bacon and mayo and like all the fixings, you know, it's just, you're smelling it all day. And the more hunger you get, the more you want it. You're like, you know, screw my diet. Right. <laughs> um, but for me, um, because of the fact that I was always an athlete, because I was someone who was always, you know, health conscious or someone who was, um, I, you know, I've always been in the gym. I, there was times where, you know, I was like, okay, is it really worth it? You know what I mean? Like, 
there's other choices available. I just have to be a little bit more disciplined. But where I got really disciplined was when um, two different times. One, when I decided to become a personal trainer. So um, I've had many different careers in my, you know, 33 years of life here on earth. (laughs) But um, at one point I decided I want to be a, you know, I want to be a professional personal trainer certified. So I did that and I'm like, okay, but I was also working part time as a waitress. And so that kind of motivates you because you're like, here I am someone who is going to be an example to my clients of making healthy choices. And I had clients who were in the service industry. I had clients who were, you know, parents, single mom, single dad, who are like, you know, I need things that are going to be easy for me, easy for my family, and also easy for me on the go. So I had to get into that mindset as well, because I need to practice what I preach. Um, So that was the first time. The second time was when I decided to compete in bodybuilding. So I was a figure competitor. I did two competitions back to back. And I mean, you're paying for the suit, you're paying for the coaches, you're paying for the time in the gym. Um, you know, you're paying for your, that time on stage, the spray tan, everything. And it's like, are you really going to let it go just because you got a little bit lackadaisy in your eating habits? Um, and so that was the motivation there. And I think at the end of the day, it all depends on like, if you really want something, you're going to do it. Right. I mean, we do things in life. We, we go, we have jobs because, well, we need money to eat. We need money to live. We need those basic needs met. So I just always, I always have that as part of my, you know, list of things in which I need to be met. So some people, and you know, I've been there, I'm raising my hand right now. I know you guys can't see me, but I've been there too, where it's like, I I push that priority aside because I feel like other things are more important than the food I'm putting in my body. But just the way we put gasoline into our car, we don't put sugar in our gas tank and, and expect it to go down the road and take us to where we need to go right? Mm-hmm. Or we don't dilute it half and half and go a little sugar, a little gas. We need a full gasoline. We need the real good stuff. So it's the same thing with our body. The more we're putting junk in, the more it's going to start to like not move and not work and create other junk inside. So when you start to see your body is that way, even in the mix of being tired and working a shift and not having a lot available or not, you know, cooking a meal before you came, there's always something you can have that's a better alternative than you know, like a full large fry. and yeah. <laughs> So that's, I mean, that's just something that kind of motivates me a lot uh, or did motivate me a lot and still motivates me today. Yeah. Uh, having goals seems to be your, uh, your major yeah. thing. And yeah. Uh, so set proper goals for yourself. So that, that would be something that people should uh, be thinking about at least, I guess. I would say, yeah, set, set, but here's, I, no, that's good. That's perfect. I think what may throw a lot of people off is I know people can set goals. It's That's not an issue. Like anyone could sit down in front of a sheet of paper with a pen and pen, you know, and go, okay, I want to lose 20 pounds or I want to, you know, lose a couple inches or I just want to feel better and look better in my, you know, clothes or whatever. Uh, but sometimes it's not, it, it's so far away that it doesn't seem attainable at the time. So I think the really important thing to do is set short little goals. Don't have your major goal, like have that up there, you know, um, but almost make a timeline and say, okay, this is my major goal, but what are those short little goals that are going to keep me motivated? Because if you don't have that, then it's really easy to get discouraged. It's really easy to kind of, you know, for lack of better terms, like fall in the cracks, fall through the cracks because you get discouraged. You, you don't see the, the progress right away. And, and then it's easy to fall back into old habits. And then another thing to piggyback off of that is, 
it's a habit. And, you know, there's so much research out there that says, I mean, I don't know if it's like 30 days, 60 days, whatever it is to create new habits in your life. Um, but it's the same thing as, let's say you get a new job and you have to check in at 7 a.m. And you're not a morning person, but you're like, I need this job. Yeah. You will start to train your body to, you know, I'm going to get up. I'm going to go to bed a little bit earlier so I can get up a little earlier. And I'm going to set an alarm clock and I'm going to have everything set up, you know, the night before, have everything laid out. And you do those things for those reasons, right? And it becomes such a routine that your body gets used to it and you start to flow. And before you know it, a month later, it's like your internal clock wakes you up at that time. Oh, you're not so tired. Oh, you get tired earlier in the day. You go to bed. You know what I mean? So it's just more so being a little bit consistent and, and disciplined in the beginning. And then it just revolves into your new routine. Right. You know? So, yeah. Now, being consistent, though, um, I've noticed in my lifetime, uh, like the job I had before working in the service industry wasn't exactly the most physical job in the world. But then I have all of a sudden I'm standing up, I'm walking back and forth. You know, I always used to joke if I had a pedometer on my uh, belt as I was working, I'd probably see like two or three miles by the end of my shift or something like that. Yeah. Probably more. Yeah. But uh, yeah. I noticed after, you know, like one or two months, I, I was losing weight because I was so active compared to the way I was before that. But am I wrong? I've never really done any research on this sort of thing. Am I wrong in thinking that, thinking that eventually your body gets used to it and then it, you, you, uh, does your body have to change it up every now and then? Because uh, it gets used to your new lifestyle, and then you're uh, you're gaining weight again, and or whatever. Yeah, I think, and there's there's so many. It's almost like as a person when I was a personal trainer, I thought thought I thought this was probably the hardest thing to do because there was a lot of trainers and people I knew who wanted to just give a, like a cookie cutter, like same thing to every person. Follow this, you will lose weight. Follow this, and, and it's like every single person on this earth is so different, like down to our genetics, down to our sleep cycle, down to our preferences in food, um, you know, and, and even water intake and how much you should eat. I mean, it just depends on your body. So I found at the end of the day that what you're saying is it's so true because I may, you know, start to do what you're talking about and it just, it fits, it feels good. And my body starts going into this like homeostasis kind of thing where it's like, oh, I found my sweet spot. Uh, this is perfect. Other people start to do that and if they hit a plateau or it's just not there yet. And then, you know, maybe they do stop losing weight or maybe they start to gain weight in other ways. And then stress is such a major thing. I mean, that's yes. a whole other podcast episode where, <laughs> you know, that creates so much you know, just dysfunction all over um, that can come out in, you know, weight gain or weight loss. Um, because just as much as we're talking about weight gain, I mean, weight loss too is, you know, a big thing. You know, some people can't, keep weight on and that's a whole nother issue as well mm. but I think it, it comes down to being really observant and playful with yourself and giving yourself grace because you may look at someone on Instagram or social media or on a um you know an ad for Nike or a commercial and think oh my gosh like if I just do this and that like I'll look like them or whatever or you get discouraged because you're like there's no way I'm gonna look like that that's perfectly fine you know what I mean like you might hit those plateaus you might get into those points where you're just like, I don't know what else to do. And that's usually a time where you have to go, let me just relax. Let me just chill for a moment. Let me just start to enjoy life and see what things like are really a priority right now. Like, do I actually have to lose 17.56 pounds or 
you know, if I lose 10, do I still feel good about myself? And, you know, giving yourself that grace. And a lot of times just changing that mindset and that mood and your emotions, sometimes you drop a couple, two, two more pounds, you know what I mean? Or you start, your muscles are like, oh, I am enjoying these things more. And you have more energy and you can put on some more weight. I mean, it, it's so, it just depends on the person, depends on the situation, depends on your environment. There's a lot of factors that go into it. Of course. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I'm a big believer that stress does have a factor in the, the way your body acts. Uh, a particular story, uh, when I was a bartender, I had a, I had a girlfriend for a little while and then we broke up and I guess I didn't really realize it. I don't, I didn't really want to admit it, but I guess I went into a depression a little bit. And the next time she saw me about six, seven months later, she looks at me with eyes wide open saying, what the hell happened to you? I'm like, what? Oh, and I, oh. I weighed myself when I got home that night. Cause she said I looked skinny as a rail and I, I apparently lost 40 pounds or something like that. And, uh, yeah. and yeah. so I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> but, uh, you know, but that's just the way it uh, accidentally happened for me. It's just, oh, I didn't realize I wasn't, I, I was losing weight. I'm just, you know, it was just keeping my mindset yeah. on work and not thinking about anything else, which in mm -hmm. itself is extremely unhealthy. Uh, but mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. But dealing, that's true. But dealing with the stress uh, and all that sort of thing. I mean, uh, I, I, I have, I hate to admit to you, but, uh, you know, I'm sure you've heard many people say that uh, their body is their temple. I tend to treat mine like an amusement park, but uh, <laughs> I have cut cut things from my life that I felt were really important to cut, like energy drinks, got rid of those completely gone. <laughs> Good job. <laughs> but, I, you know, I still drink the occasional soda, or not occasional, but I still drink soda, but I don't need Red Bull or... Rockstar, all that's all that stuff to get started in the morning. Although, I'm sure a lot of people in the service industry do. I'm, uh, uh, you, you agree with that? Yeah, I'm pointing at myself because I kid you not. I remember getting ready for a double shift on a Saturday. Right, I was going to close lunch, and then I was going to right roll right on over and go and like maybe almost close the night shift. And I would go to Sheets or like wherever I could at a gas station. I would get two Red Bulls, um, usually like a pack of Sour Patch Kids and maybe some like Reese PCs and then, you know, throw in like a, a nice Nutri-Grain bar or something, you know, <laughs> for good measure, make me feel good. And that would be like, and literally I would be chugging, just chugging one before I even got there, right? Like on my way to work, chug one of those Red Bulls and then the other one was for the second shift. And meanwhile, you know, I might be grabbing a cup of coffee in between at work and, you know, maybe shoving a biscuit in my mouth or whatever. Yeah. And yeah, so I, believe me, I had been there and it was, it's crazy to look back and be like, that's what I used to do. Like, yeah. that's what I used to power my body with. Yeah. And, it was easy. Yeah. And with the help of, uh, I, uh, you and I, uh, I don't know if you remember, you and I have messaged back and forth a little bit about uh, martial arts, you being uh, jujitsu. Yeah practitioner and i yes. uh i do my thing uh i study kajakimbo but uh yes yeah um we uh we talked about that it was pretty much the help of my seagung and sifu and all of them they were like yes. cut that you know because i even admitted to them after a sparring night i'm like i feel heavy i can't bounce around like that what's something you know and they were like 
well, try this. Well, tell us about what you eat. Tell us about what you do. And they're like, get rid of those damn energy drinks. And they gave me something else, but uh, I don't want to mention because they're not paying me to. (laughs) But but they tried to get me on the fasting diet, and I'm I'm still on the fence about that. But um, I managed to go from 215, and as of this morning, 195. But this was like a year ago when I first started doing it. Congratulations. That's great. But uh, it... Uh, dealing with be uh, my my the job I have right now is no longer in the service industry. I I work on in wind energy, and uh, I I thought well climbing three hundred feet up one of those towers uh, once or twice a day that's plenty of exercise. But it turned out it wasn't enough, or my body just decided no this uh, you're you're used to this or your heart rate. I think it's mostly because my heart rate doesn't stay high enough in order to consider it a workout because. Takes me about five ten minutes to climb one of those things, but yeah. um, for uh, bartenders and servers, uh, for them to find the time or the place even to exercise, um, mm-hmm. you know, sure we got to wake up a little bit earlier. Some of us have. Uh, I definitely used to have a lot of trouble waking up at a decent time just to go over to the gym at the apartment. Um, yeah, or after shift where I was just on, on a splat yeah. on the couch just because I've been running around all night. I dealt with difficult customers. Uh, what are what are some things that you would suggest? I mean, it would uh, definitely, like you said, it takes a little bit of discipline. Set yourself your little bit of goal. But what would you suggest yeah. for some people that uh, don't have a lot of time, uh, but they uh, want to at least get a jump start or, you know, uh, uh, is there a, like spe- uh, a specific exercise routine that you would suggest for, pe- mm-hmm. you know, a daily type of thing? Yes. Um, so I'll be, so I'll just say that I, I work out every day mm. and when I say work out though, I think a lot of people think like you're going like balls to the walls every day. And I'm like, no, like, well, I've no, seen you push no, a tire. That's it. impressive. I mean- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But I do, I do, and I mean, I'm, you know, I I do enjoy heavy lifting. I enjoy, you know, um, you know, crazy sprints here and there, whatnot. I'm also, like you said, I, you know, I do jujitsu, so training there is a whole other. Oh gosh, like it's a full body workout. Uh-huh. Um, but you know, after I get off this podcast with you, I'm gonna go lift. You know, I'm gonna go tonight and do like a, a later, um, because right now it's like 7:30 p.m. and usually I don't go and lift this late, but Um, but I'm making it work. And so, so for example, if you're in the service industry and let's say, you know, and here's the thing too, with restaurants, um, at least, you know, for the one I was at, you know, we didn't really open till I don't even know what it was. It was like 10, 30, 11, I think is when we opened the doors. So you do have all that time in the morning to do something. And a lot of people are like, well, I don't want to get crazy sweaty or I don't want to do all these things or whatever. I don't have a lot of time. It could be as easy as you wake up and you say, I have like 15 minutes, 15 minutes, even 10, make it 10. That, I mean, everybody has 10 minutes, I would say, mm-hmm. at some point in their day <laughs> yeah. and do a light stretch. And, and I mean, I really do mean you should stretch. And the, another reason for that is, I mean, that's a whole other story about, you know, getting into more of like a flexibility aspect and just aligning yourself. 
but doing like five minutes of just stretching in the morning. Cause when you think about it, you're just horizontal for how many hours, you know, like just laying down flat and then you get right up and you're expecting yourself to be like perfect and bright and perky and ready to go. And it's like, no, um, so getting, getting everything flowing. Right. And then it's, this is really simple. If you like to dance, dance for five minutes. Okay. And I'm, I'm talking to the guys too. And, and it doesn't mean it has to be like, you know, the Macarena or some crazy salsa, but you're moving your freaking body. Okay. Mm. And this is getting your heart rate up. You were just, you know, like I said, you were just sleeping. You were just like chilled out, like very low heart rate. And then you get up, maybe you have a glass of water, you go to the bathroom, you go in your basement or wherever you have, you know, little time to yourself or somewhere kind of like quiet and you stretch and then you go right into a little dance for five, 10 minutes. I would do this when I was living in Tampa and I was a counselor and I lived 45 minutes away from my school and I had to be there by seven, seven thirty. Okay. So my butt was getting up at like 5am to go dance for five, 10 minutes. And I, because I knew I was going to be at school all day and then I had that drive home and you know, same thing with being in the restaurant business. If I knew I was working a double, I was going to have time later on after because I knew I was going to be crazy. Like you just said, like I just wanted to lay on the couch and go to bed. Then I would at least get that five, 10 minutes in. Now, if you like to lift, get yourself something. If, if it's light lifting, get a couple like five, eight, ten pound weights. You're doing something. Now, in, in being in a waitress or a waiter, or you know, you are lifting things. Yeah. You are pretty active Constantly. for the most part. I mean, even as a bartender, I'm sure you're taking some food to your guests or whatnot, or you know, you're stocking things. So it's not like you are just like pouring liquid in a glass, you mm-hmm. know. Um, so, and as a waitress, I was like, I got crazy miles on, you know, I used to have like a Fitbit and thing like that. And I'm like, I would be sweaty by the end of the night. So it was a workout, but there were days where it wasn't as active. Right. Sure. So again, it's just being flexible and knowing, you know, okay, I'm going to have a little flexibility within my week. If it's a crazy day, then that's going to count as one of my cardio days. Right. And maybe you can eat a little bit more because you burned a little bit more. If it was a slow day, maybe you're like, okay, well, I'm going to like, I'm I'm going to do cardio outside of this, or I'm going to lift a little bit heavier. Um, you know, just, it, it really depends because the service industry is so up and down. You don't, you don't know what you're going to walk into every day. You can kind of guesstimate when it's on the weekend, because usually it's a little bit busier. So you're like, okay, I know I'll probably be moving a little faster, but as we know, sometimes it's a freaking Monday night and you're slammed. And it's like, where the heck did this come from? You know what I mean? So just kind of knowing that, but going back to what you said, if you can carve out like a, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes throughout your day. Um, I used to do things even on my break. You know, if I had a longer break, I'd be like, okay, I'm going to do some like crunches, some push ups. I don't know, like a couple jumping jacks, whatever I need to do. And it sounds very elementary. It's not, but that's the key. It's because it's so simple. It's not always easy for us to remember how, how we, how we were growing up. You know, most of us had PE or gym class, right? And it was what, like maybe, I don't know. Are they 30 minutes or an hour? I don't even know what they, yeah. what the duration is. What it is yeah. anymore. I think it was but, 45 minutes back when I was a kid, but yeah. Right. And you know, when we were kids, it was like, we, we love that. It was enjoyable, but we were releasing energy. We were working out. I mean, even as kids, we did that, you know, whatever. we went to recess. We were running around for like 15 minutes, 30 minutes. So mm-hmm. we need to do that. Like we need to, to just release something. So if you're working those shifts, and you know you're not going to have a lot of time. Just those little sporadic bursts of energy and stuff can just make such a difference. It just it elevates your mood. It makes you feel better. It gets the blood moving. You know you don't. 
And as anything else, it's just going to make you feel better. Like, well, at least I did something today versus going home at night going, I didn't do anything today. Like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's really, like I said, again, it's really not hard. It's just, it's a simple concept. It's just that we have to simplify it sometimes in order to make ourselves get motivated to keep doing it. Right. And then when you do have the time, yeah, put in that hour at the gym or put in that hour outside walking or, you know, just climbing stairs or going up some hills. And it doesn't have to be extreme either. Um, you know, if you, when, you know, if you go to my website, you see the way I look, I'm not doing extreme workouts every day. Like people probably think I'm like spending hours in the gym and stuff. I'm like, there's times where I just, I go to the, a cornfield that's about five miles away and I just walk like, and that's all I'm doing. And I take a picture afterwards and I'm like, yeah, the abs are still popping because I was still just working it. Like, you know what I mean? I was still being active, but in the same breath, yes. Is my mind right? Am I healthy overall? You know, am I, am I de-stressing every day? Am I finding time to, you know, eat healthier, make healthier choices? Yes. So it is a full body thing. And I was still doing that as a bartender, you know, or I'm sorry, as a waitress. Mm. I was still doing that same concept because the more you do it, the easier it becomes. And then your body starts to shift and change with that. Mm. So um, it's just finding the time and it doesn't have to be a lot of time. Did uh, uh, I'm sure pe- your coworkers got used to you after uh, after a little while, but the other coworkers that didn't lead, let's say, as strong a healthy a lifestyle that uh, you know drink Coca Cola with reckless abandonment or have you know have to go yeah. out every couple hours for a cigarette or something like that, and then all of a sudden come back and see you doing sit ups, push ups, or something like that. There were they like, yeah. what the hell are you doing? <laughs> you know what I I think there's a key here too be confident mm-hmm. in yourself and know yourself. So if, if you're getting off a vibe that you are insecure about the way others are viewing the way that you're living your life, they can feel it. They can sense it. And you in turn will absorb that. Mm-hmm. So at the end of the day, no one can make you feel anyway. No, if someone could be yelling in your face saying you're stupid, you're dumb, you're silly for doing that. But the minute that you are confirming what they're saying is when it hurts, mm. right? So if someone comes up to you and says, you know, hey, your hair is bright blue and it's so dumb, but my hair is not bright blue, then I'm just going to look at them like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay, see you later. So when someone tells you like, or is giving them their opinion on the way that you are living your life or whatever, and you feel differently about it, then stand your ground. Like feel confident about yourself. Know that you're doing this because it's, it's for your own, for, for the best of you, mm. then nothing else can shatter that, you know what I mean? And, and I understand where that is. Sometimes um, it takes a little time to get that confidence up or, you know, you really just have to believe in yourself at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. But yes, I did have those who would look at me and be like, Hey, look at me. I'm still skinny and, and I'm smaller than you. And I eat whatever heck I want. And I go I'm like, gosh, I know I'm, I'm kind of like, wow, that's great. But at the end of the day, if you are happy with your progress and you feel good about it, and that's all that matters. Mm. And, and, and that success will come when it's ready, you know, with the, like we said, with the consistency and the dedication. So, yeah, yeah. I just, for me, it was just more so I just said, whatever. <laughs> I'm just confident what I did. You know, I actually thoroughly believe you that you just look at them and go, whatever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just your personality yeah. and from what I've seen. Just a smile. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah, I mean, I always took it like, okay. 
you know, and, and no, don't get me wrong. I'm still a human. Like, you know, there were times where it was kind of like, oh my gosh, like this does kind of suck. Like here I am eating a piece of celery and a salad and this person next to me is, you know, eating whatever heck they want. But at the end of the day, I was doing it because I wanted to do it. And I was doing it because it was a goal of mine. And that's all that mattered. Mm. So, yeah. But I'm sure a lot of your coworkers, uh, like I picture myself, if all of a sudden I walk in and see a coworker uh, doing sit-ups, push-ups, or something like that, I would probably mostly be worried that I would accidentally trip on him because I was too much of in a hurry getting to where I was going or something like that. It wouldn't weird me out that much, but there would be a moment where I'd be going, what are you doing? But uh, not realizing that you're just burning off energy or uh, doing something for yourself. It, you know, yeah. no, I don't, I'm not, don't want to insult anybody that does do that, but it, it was, yeah. it's not a very common thing that I ever saw when I worked in restaurants. Yes. Well, I mean, I'll be honest with you, like the things I would do if I was at work, it was, it's usually on downtime. Like if we really had, if it was slow and you know, it would just be like real short. Um, I will say that like, I tried to the best I could to, to do all my workouts outside of the work place. You know what I mean? Because, yes, that is a professional, you know, I'm not trying to not do my job, you know what yeah. I mean? But, um, you know, when there is downtime, like, we get it. Like, if it's dead, it's dead. So it's like, take the opportunity to either really relax and just, you know, if you're a meditator, you know, just chill out, like, in a booth or whatever, you know, if you don't have to be out and about in the main room of the restaurant. Um but, you know, if you do have the opportunity to get out a couple crunches, like, why not? You know what I mean? <laughs> and and sometimes it did motivate other people or it was, it was almost like a competition. Like, well, shoot, let me see how many I can do. Oh, my gosh, I don't know the last time I did a sit-up or a push-up. So you never know who you'll inspire as right. well. That's the cool thing about it. Yeah, that was my next question. If other people were all of a sudden they're watching you do it and they're like, hey, let me get in on this. And Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. There's so many times I would write up like diet plans for my friends, like for free for, you know what I mean? Cause it's like, I was a personal trainer, but I was also like, Hey, let me just see if this would work with you. You know what I mean? Or, and you know, some people took it seriously. Other people, it was just, you know, it didn't stick and that's okay too. They'll find their journey in their way. But, um, it, I think it did motivate some people. If, if anything, not, it made them think mm-hmm. it made them aware of another way, um, you know, to maybe make decisions that are healthier um, but I think the main part is it, it's, it's always about sharing and it's not about telling um, because when you're, you know, when you're really passionate about something and you really believe in it, sometimes you get so over like with it that you're like, Oh, you should do this. You should do this. Oh my gosh. It'd be great. You're great. And it's like, sometimes people are ready for that. And sometimes people are just, they need time, you know? So you might have a friend who is chugging energy drinks and eating, you know, three bags of Doritos a day, you know, and whatever, two liter of pop and just not making great healthy choices, but it's better just to be an example, just be a living, breathing example of what you do without pushing any of your views on them. You know what I mean? Cause the minute you do that, then they're going to start to think, Oh, you think you're better than me. Oh, you, you think you got it all figured out, blah, blah. And it almost like they're going to be rebellious in the other way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, and I've done that before, not meaning to, but just thinking, oh, I can help them. I can help them. And it's like, but they have to want to do it themselves, you right. know, and that's the only way it'll work. Uh, I've, uh, in my present job, I've gotten, uh, poked at by my coworkers just because I, you know, oh. I go to work at, uh, I go to work sometimes and 
you know, it's just one of those mornings where your shoulders are a little tight, or maybe your legs are a little tight. And so I'll start doing some of the stretch workout that we do at the martial arts studio. Yeah. And, you know, oh, yeah. they'll see me do squats. They'll see me, you know, uh, do whatever. And yeah. uh, then they're then they're just kind of standing there looking at me, and I'm just, <laughs> I you know, uh, they just, uh, the guys that I work with, uh, I'm slightly older than they are. And they're like, oh, yeah. old man needs to stretch before he climbs. And I said, you'll get there. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I do uh, the what you said about stretching early in the morning as soon as you get up. Uh, I'm actually a very big believer in that. And, uh, and it didn't really become apparent until I started uh, the martial arts discipline. And yeah. uh because before that, I because martial arts was the thing that I thought about when I was a kid. I, I wanted to do it when I was uh, really young, but the family couldn't yeah. afford it. But then all of a sudden, I'm sitting at home. I realize I've been home since 4 o'clock. It's now 9.30, and I've binge-watched like ep- six episodes of Doctor Who. And I was yeah. like, yes. I need to do something. <laughs> and, uh, but going to a gym really isn't my thing. Uh because I've tried that and uh, it's a little uncomfortable for me and uh, but that's just my introverted mentality uh, that's just the way it is but I figured martial arts would be a little bit uh, a little bit more my speed since we are all on the same goal uh, on the same track instead of this guy that's one guy that's standing in front of a mirror going you know this muscle right here needs a little bit of work so I better get on that and uh, and I'm, and I'm like, right. dude, you're yeah. buff as it is. You're done, <laughs> you know, you, but, yeah. uh, yeah. going to a gym can be, uh, was, or was intimidating for me. I, uh, back home in Oregon, I, I'd go to a 24 hour fitness and purposely go at like three in the morning. Cause I knew nobody was there. And yeah, and that was just because I didn't want to do all that stuff in front of people. It was, it was. I don't know if I was yeah. embarrassed or whatever, but, <laughs> but that's so interesting because um, it I I grew up like in a gym, so to me it's just like oh like going to my family member's house, you know what I mean? And that's any gym. I just you know, but I have a lot of friends who have told me they're like Vic, I'm intimidated to go into a gym, and and some of these friends of mine are like they, they look good, you know what I mean? It has nothing to do with you know lots of things. Oh, or like they overweight are they really like small I'm like no they're just it's just their personality and there's nothing wrong with that and that's why I think it's so cool that you're saying like oh I wanted to go to martial arts because it's like we all have the same goal we're all learning and it's like you never stop learning in martial arts which is really cool mm-hmm. um it's like you know even um like at least in you know jiu-jitsu it, you go from white belt up to black belt and then even the black belts like they have levels you know it's like you're just constantly learning so um it's a very humbling experience being part of martial arts. I'm sure as you know, yeah. um, because it's just, yeah. And, and the cool thing is too, you have someone who is, you know, a teenager next to you. You have someone else who we have a woman who's in her seventies. Mm. So, you know, age is so cool. And it's, it's a whole different thing because with martial arts, I know we're kind of getting off topic a little bit here, but it's, you know, a lot of times strength is not. This is casual. Don't wins. worry about what you're talking about. <laughs> but. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's like, it's a whole nother world of martial arts because you can be 110 pounds and been in it for, you know, 
you know, five years, you can have someone else who's like 200 jack and that 110 person could beat that 200 person. You know what I mean? Yeah. It has nothing to do with that. It's, it's, it's a whole nother animal. But going back to what you said, like with the gym, it's, you find what works for you. It could be that you work out in your backyard, in your basement. If you go around the block, you go to a park. You don't actually have to go to a gym. You know, you can buy your own weights or, and here's another thing. It's like, sometimes you'll have to actually buy weights, like get a laundry basket and put something in it and do some squats. Like, you know what I mean? Um, the, the whole can of soup thing. I know it sounds funny, but you can get some heavy cans of soup and do some biceps curls. <laughs> uh, there's so many. And, you know, during the whole COVID thing, a lot of people had to get really creative because gyms were not open. Of and course. I think it really created a lot of um, the creativity of, hey, I'm home. What can I do? You know, I don't always have to go to the gym. And it, for people that are more introverted or don't want to be around a lot of people, it was like, oh, heaven. Mm -hmm. You know, it was the best thing in the world. So um, for me, when I go to the gym, a lot of times it's, I know it sounds funny, but it's almost motivation because I'm saying that there's people around. So I don't want to just slack because sometimes when I am by myself, it's like, all right, well, you know, if I don't, if I don't go hard today, who's going to really say anything? It's just going to be me. But when I'm around other people, I'm thinking, oh, I better have good form or I better do those, that <laughs> last rep because, you know, so, and that's not always the case. Um, but you just kind of have to have fun with it and make it what it is. And if you're not a gym person, it's not the end of the world either. But right. like you, you did, you, you made, you found a home that works for you. And that was martial arts. Yeah. And, uh, coming home at, you know, after a long day at work, if I, uh, because even though I work, uh, work in a very physical field, there are days where we don't do anything just because, yeah. you know, weather problems or something like that, but coming home, and setting a timer and punch the heavy bag for five, 10 minutes, whatever I decide to do, just, you know, just uh, punches, jabs, cross or, you know, yeah. hooks, whatever, just change it up as I see fit as, I, uh, but I have to keep it going for that 10 minutes. And yes. that tends to make me feel a little bit better, but yeah. uh, anyway, so bad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. That's good. Um, yeah. And what you said about, uh, jujitsu is I've only, <clears throat> uh, I've only do, been doing jujitsu because my, uh, my Seagung has decided to add that into the curriculum to get black belt in Kajakimbo. And, oh, cool. uh, I wasn't wild about it truthfully at first because, uh, you know, of all the uh, people I don't know and happen to wrap yourself around them or them wrap around you yeah. wasn't wild about it at first, but yeah. Uh, I'm getting like this, uh, I'm 44 years old and I'm getting this 13 year old kid that, uh, you know, I grab him by the, uh, grab him by the gi, he grabs me. And then all of a sudden my feet are in the air and I'm flat on the floor. <laughs> yep. It, I'm just, what the hell happened? <laughs> <laughs> That's the best part about it. Yeah. Yep. And, yep. I, and I'm like, I outweigh this kid by 60 pounds. How the hell did he do that? <laughs> but yeah, it's that technique. It's it's amazing. It's great self defense too mm. for anybody. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Now, um, stress in the bar industry. Now, uh, that comes up. You obviously know uh, it comes up a lot because you get the proverbial Karens or things like. <laughs> I, I'm sorry, I keep using that term. Uh, is that bad? <laughs> You're gonna get those people who are just chronic negative people. Yeah, yeah. 
But uh, sometimes I, I remember there were days where I'd get a, per, a customer that was mad at me for something roll right off my back as if it never happened. Uh, and, but there were days where a customer would say something and it would irk me for maybe a week and throw off my whole system, uh, make me want to just hide in my apartment and never talk to anybody. Uh, now you, uh, you of course know the popular place to go and vent and cry in the restaurant is the walk-in walk-in freezer. Everybody knows this. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I'm laughing because before you even said it, I was like, I know where he's going with this. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I I've had bad days where a customer uh, threatened me or something like that, and I go into the walk-in freezer okay. and punch the lettuce box as hard as I can. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't yeah. stupid enough to punch the keg up, uh, one of the beer kegs or anything like that, but. Oh. Yeah, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah. now, stress release. What advice can you give to uh, uh, restaurant workers that, you know, even mid-shift? Because, uh, you know, you can start your shift at 5 o'clock. Somebody can say the smallest thing at 5.30, and your entire shift is ruined. No matter how much right. money you make, your mood is shot. What can you? Uh, what advice can you give to people for that sort of situation? I think first and foremost, it's how you set the intention for the night or the day. So, going back to getting ready for work, because it seems like the easiest thing for people to relate to, right? If you're getting ready for work in the morning and you don't pack a lunch, you didn't wear the right shoes you usually do, all these certain things that you're like, well, you know, I just didn't prepare myself well. Well, the rest of the day, it may be good. It may not work out so well. You're just not prepared. So the same thing going into a shift. So, and I wish I'd known more about this when I was a waitress, you know what I mean? But now learning, especially dealing with, you know, healing and energy work, what I do. Well, that's why I came to you. uh, So you can relay that energy uh, or that information to other people. So the stuff that you've learned. Yes. And this is perfect because this is a perfect way for people that are, especially in the service industry, because you're dealing with the public. And as we know, we never know what's going to come in through the door that day. And we don't know if things are going to work out or not work out. So what we need to do is protect ourselves, basically. So when you go in, before you go into work, whatever your routine is, um, you know, it's really nice if you have like a longer commute to work because you can kind of like do yourself a little pep talk um, before you get in there. But even if you have five minutes in the car, that's enough. Um, and and like I said, so you set your intentions. So what are your intentions for the day? Is it, you know, if it's just to make money, that's good. I mean, that's all of our intentions. So really, that really shouldn't be a big part of it, but it's like, you can start saying to yourself, you you know, just out loud, you don't have to write these things down. You know, today, no matter what happens, I am just grateful to have this job. I'm just grateful to be in this, you know, line of work because, you know, I'm going to bring a smile to the people that come in today. And that's really all I really worry about and if something doesn't go right you know what it's, it's 24 hours in a day and then tomorrow's a whole new day you know mm-hmm. but it's and I know that was a very like generic way to start an intention but you have to make it for you you have to um just make it flow and make it connect to you somehow you, you use your you use your own wording um the way that you would say it so that it makes sense and it connects to you um but that's a basic way of just saying when you start out on the right foot then you can always go back to that because you know who you are. You know how you came into that, that restaurant that day or wherever you were at. 
um, and know that people are on, they're in their own little world, right? I mean, we, we've had those people come in where the minute they sat down, we're just like, oh my gosh, this person just, they're having a bad day and they're going to take it out on me or nothing's right. I mean, I could tell you so many stories. I know you have them too, where it's like, we would have the same person come in. They, they get the same meal. And it's always wrong. And it's like they would order that steak <laughs> medium rare. It always came out medium rare, but it was always medium well. or blah, blah. And it's like you just have to roll with the punches. Because at the end of the day, you always have to look at everything as like, is this even real? Right? Because here's the thing. You can wake up tomorrow and you cannot wake up tomorrow, if you know what I'm saying. Right? right? So does it really matter to get that upset? But. The reason why I'm saying to get into these grooves of setting intentions and waking up being grateful is because you're already, you're making a firm foundation inside your own temple, your own body, right? That I am feeling good about myself. I'm nourishing not only my body with good food, like we were talking mostly on this podcast about eating habits, but it's also mental habits because that will creep out into any line of service and any career. And this isn't even in the service industry. This is any career field. You know what I mean? I mean, if you think about doctors and, and especially in the ER, you know, they have to get, prepare themselves. Like, I don't know what the heck's going to happen today, you know, and I'm going to have people screaming at me and who knows what's going on, but I'm going to stay so aligned with myself and stay cool and collected because at the end of the day, I am control. I'm in control of myself. No one else is right. So when someone is in the service industry, if someone comes in, and stress hits you right in the middle of a rush hour, if you physically need to remove yourself from the situation for two seconds, take a breather in the back, you know what I mean? Whatever it is, like woosa, you know, <laughs> like get some water in your system and then remind yourself of like, can I swear on here? My left yes. swear? Yeah, go knock yourself yeah. out. I'm a badass bitch, right? Yeah. Or whatever you say, right? You know, you just like you have to remind yourself that this person, there's something going on with them. And also know that unhappy people are unhappy in their lives. Hurt people will hurt other people, right? So if you're a happy person, then you're going to treat other people with happiness, right? If you're a joyful person, you're going to, no matter what, you're, you're going to find a way to be joyful. And people have their moments of slip ups, but people that are always, you know, unhappy, it's just because things are going wrong in their lives. Does it give them that reason to take it out on you? Like, does it give them that? No. But if you start to look at adults almost as children, and say, oh, this person's having a temper tantrum. Oh, okay. Let them have it. You know, don't lose your cool over someone else losing their cool with you, right? So basically, don't take ownership of their emotions. Don't attach to it. And don't take anything personal. Because the minute you do, you gave them the power over you. Because you came into work that day with the intention of having a great day. You came in saying, I'm going to change someone's life life today because I'm going to give them a smile and good service. And that's, that's all I care about. Right. Mm -hmm. But the minute you let their emotions affect you, you gave them power over the way that you feel. And that's kind of like, Oh, that feels kind of creepy. Like they took over your body. Right. So don't let them do it. And the more you practice that every day, you put up a shield and just get stronger and stronger. Yeah. Um, Now, preparation for work. Now, my uh, back when, because doing this podcast and working as a bartender was is a lesson for me to get past my introvertedness. Because uh, otherwise, yeah. I would never be able to talk to you. <laughs> and, yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh, it. Uh, but 
back when I was uh, when I was bartending, like you said, there was preparation time. I had a forty five minute drive to work, and yeah. all of uh, during the first thirty to thirty five minutes, I'd have music blaring. My favorite music it could be and it could be anything: Billy Joel, Metallica, the and, and uh, Pantera, the Beatles. It yeah. didn't, didn't matter. Just all my favorite stuff. And, but as, uh, as soon as I realized when I got a certain point from work, there were two songs in particular to try to motivate me into going into work to, in order to be uh, a part of it, uh, was, uh, a day in a life. Well, Sergeant Pepper reprise into a day in a life on, uh, the last tracks on the Sergeant Pepper album and sing, sing, sing with a little swing from the Benny Goodman orchestra. And, yeah. uh, cause I, uh, I don't know which one was which for, you know, if it was a Friday night and knew it was going to be busy, maybe I'd listen to Benny Goodman, uh, you know, because my musical tastes go all over the place, but, yeah. uh, but those two songs were the ones that, uh, calmed me down a little bit and put me in a good mood, put me a, put a smile on my face and take a little bit of stress off my shoulders. Cause a lot of times there was a lot of stress on my shoulders. I'd be like this as soon as I walked in the door and, this is an audio podcast. I just remembered, so nobody knows what I. Yeah, just I did. know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but what uh, I I notice in your TikTok videos, you have headphones on a lot. Do you have stuff that you specifically listen to? I am such an '80s baby. I can't even. <laughs> I I will rock my hair. I know you guys can't see my hair, but you know if you go on my page and my website my tiktok i'm known for my hair because it's big and curly and, and you know mm-hmm. um so 80s music you can't go wrong it is fun it's dancey it's, it's most it's mostly at every wedding you know reception basically sure. right so that's stuff that gets the party like moving and grooving so it's my go-to is always 80s but do i listen to rock rap pop you know r&b jazz it, yes i am a product of all of that. Um, I was in band my entire life. I played the trumpet. So mm. I love like classical too. But just how you said, like I would have like pump up playlists too when I was a waitress and, you know, I was younger. So it's usually like, you know, whatever's on the radio, you know, but, um, but that's really important too. Cause that raised your spirits as well. Mm. So I like that. That's a good point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, uh, I laugh from time to time cause, uh, I don't do it often because I don't think it's incredibly safe. When I'm writing to uh, uh, my martial arts class, I'll have uh, earbuds in my uh, ears while I'm riding my motorcycle. And Oh, oh, yeah. It, I don't think it's incredibly safe, but I do it just because I want the music because the music makes me feel good and stuff like that. Yeah. But I have to laugh once in a while because these people pull up next to me and I'm sitting on a Harley and I've got this Ghost Rider face mask on. Yeah. And they don't realize that I'm listening to Uptown Girl. <laughs> Uptown Girl. Yes. 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 I love it. But That's so cool. They're, I mean, they're probably thinking I'm listening to George Thorogood and the Destroyers or Disturbed or something like that. No, I'm listening to Billy Joel. Yes. <laughs> yes. yes. I love that. Oh, yeah. And I, I'm the same. I'm like the opposite of you at times because, yes, I listen to that, but there's times where I'm like nine inch nails, you know, like Lincoln Park. I'm just going crazy and I'm smiling like this, you know, <laughs> but I'm like, y'all don't know what I like. This is crazy. Or like Mortal Kombat, like their soundtrack, like, you know, or whatever. Like, I just, just crazy stuff. I just love listening to it because mm. it's whatever just mm, gets you going, really. Yeah. Uh, it just depends yeah. on the day and uh, how I'm feeling when it comes to music. I mean, 
uh, Billy Joel's been my idol since I was a kid. And, oh, but, yeah. uh, and, and so were the Beatles, but when I want to get, Oh, I love the Beatles. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But the day where I did my first competition, uh, in, uh, Kajakimbo and went and did a tournament. Uh, I, I was sitting down listening to like Metallica's master of puppets and, uh, and you know, I'm sitting there, I'm quiet. My face is, you know, stone, but you know, I'm listening to, uh, the entire album, uh, while waiting for my turn to go up into the ring. And, and you know, that's, that's what, fun, you know, got the muscles flexing and got the blood pumping. Cause I'm, I'm pretty sure listening to piano man wouldn't have done that. <laughs> I know it depends on like, you want to be chill and like peaceful and Zen, or do you really want to get riled up? You know, it yeah. just depends on. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if that goes against what Bruce Lee said to be like water. But <laughs> yeah, flow, be like water. I know. Well, that was you're you're like a ocean wave after a hurricane. Like <laughs> your water still. It's just <laughs> different flow. <laughs> but have you done in, uh, uh, many tournaments? I've done two. I've done two as a white belt. I'm now a blue belt, and I, um, well, now that it was COVID time, I know we keep using excuses COVID, but it was like so many things were shut down, and so I wasn't training as much because you know, our gyms were shut down, but, um, I do plan on competing again. Um, I was nursing a couple injuries at the time. I had some shoulder issues going on. Um, and I don't even like to claim this, but I, I found out that I have like a very mild arthritis, like rheumatoid arthritis. So, um, but I don't like to claim it because I know I can get rid of it. Mm. So, um, through what I do, but anyways, it, it was a little bit of a struggle. Um, so I, I, at the time I was like, is it really worth, again, priorities, right? So is it really worth going into a competition where people are going to possibly rip off your arm? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, so I decided to, you know, take the year to kind of recover, but I'm hoping that next year I can get back into competition and, and cause I love it. Yeah. I've only done one competition with Kajakimbo. I've only I think I can count, uh, I've counted maybe like five classes I've done with jujitsu. So I don't feel yeah. like I'm anywhere near ready. And I'm, I mean, I'm yeah. still a white belt, still, yeah. uh, s- still beginner, but, uh, yeah. or actually, sorry to get philosophical here, but, uh, but sometimes I've, I've heard some Sifu's, uh, recently saying that you're a beginner up until you reach black belt and then. Uh, that's when you start yeah. learning. And yeah. I'm like, okay, so what's all, all this stuff before that? <laughs> I know. I know. Well, it's funny. Jiu-Jitsu and like the belt, you know, I, I know you probably know, but for those who are listening, it just goes white, blue, purple, brown, black. You know, that's the, that's how it goes up in the belt. But um, you'll find so many memes and funny things out there on like Instagram where it shows like, well, white belt, it's like you're, you're crazy and just like all over the place. And blue belt, you're like, you're less crazy. You're starting to settle down. Basically, purple belt. It's like you know a couple moves. Brown belt. You, you know, and it kind of like gives you the the stages. And I'm like, at the end of the day, we're all we're all students still. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, and that's what I was saying before. It's like it's such a very humbling um, sport, or you know, whatever it is for you. I just you're always evolving. You're always learning no matter what. And there's a counter to like basically everything, you know? So like, even though you're learning the basics, which is what you should know, there's going to be a counter to that. And then there's a counter to that, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? So it's like, 
that's why the flow is so important with all of it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I even took a screenshot of one of the ones that you put out there where it was like beginner, uh, God mode. Yeah. Uh, ask me, ask yeah. me instead of the teacher, you know, <laughs> or <Yeah>. something. <laughs> oh, there's tons of them. They're so good. I'm like, oh, this is so relatable. <laughs> it's good. Well, yeah. we're, uh, we're coming up on the end of the podcast. Uh, so, oh. uh, thank you so much for taking the time out to be on the show and, um, happy birthday. Uh, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I, I saw that on your, uh, on your Instagram feed that it was your birthday this week. And so I wanted to make sure to say that. And thank you. (laughs) uh, Why don't you give people information on how to contact you and uh, the services you offer and all that stuff? I'd love to. Um, Yeah. So um, you can find me on, I'm really active on Instagram and TikTok. Uh, The the name is slick Vic BA. The BA stands for badass. I know that's really lame. I know again, made this up when I was younger, but, it's an easy way to find me, Slick Vic PA. Um, but if you like to do more of like a one-on-one session with me or learn about, you know, see more about what I do um, as a professional, then you can go to my website. So I have my website is www.slickvic.com. And there it'll explain what I do, explains different services I have. And, um, and I would like to also say that I started another company with three other women and it's called TVG research group. And I'm actually, I'm wearing the shirt and you can't, you people can't see it, but um, we're putting on events and these events are um, like wellness events. We'll be teaching people skills of, you know, all sorts of things dealing with energy blockages or meditation, de-stressing, um, it'll be like one day retreats and multiple day retreats. We're actually going to have our first one September 11th um, in Ohio. So we're getting ready for that. Um, and there's more information on that. Um, I have it linked on my link tree on Instagram. If you go down, you'll find it. But yeah, so if you want more information, you want to reach out, maybe you just want to message me a little bit or pick my brain about what I do, please feel free to reach out on Instagram or TikTok. And that's it, everybody. It is last call, last call for alcohol. Come on up to the bar and get your last drink before you go home. Because uh, I'm not going out there. There's too many of you. <laughs> anyway, so thank you so much, Vicky, for being on uh, Hey Bartender podcast. It was an honor. It was a pleasure. And you got uh, you brought a whole bunch of really cool and interesting things to br- uh, think about when it comes to working in the service industry and still trying to remain healthy. You know, truth being told to everybody listening to Hey Bartender podcast. This is the first time that I've ever thought about even bringing anybody to talk about health issues and stuff like that and being a healthier bartender or a server because, you know, we go through a lot of crap and, you know, our uh, bodies get beat up and we uh, eat what we can when we want and or when we can. Uh, and it's just hard on our bodies. So, you know, bringing Vicky onto the show really uh, opened up my mind. Hopefully it opened up yours in order to uh, think about other things that we can do in order to protect ourselves, protect our uh, livelihood and, you know, protect our minds first and foremost, because, well, you know, we go all through, go through a lot of crap when it comes to being a bartender or server. So I hope you enjoyed the show. Remember, if you want to contact me, just email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com 
or you can follow me on any of the social medias, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. It's at Hey Bartender Podcast. Or uh, you can jump on the website, www.heybartenderpodcast.com. There you can listen to old episodes. You can also uh, check out some of the Hey Bartender Podcast swag. Uh, I sell t-shirts. I sell a few other things on there. Um, So just remember, if you buy a t-shirt, you help support a podcast. That would be totally awesome for me. Also, one big thing. If you leave a review and a rating on uh, Apple Podcasts for the next few months, I will be choosing uh, a review at random on Apple Podcasts. And whoever uh, writes a review on Apple Podcasts, one person at random will receive a free Hey Bartender Podcast t-shirt. So make sure you go on to Apple Podcasts, write a review. Five-star review would be totally awesome for me. But that's, you know, it's all you. Uh, and you know, maybe you'll be the lucky winner of a Hey Bartender podcast t-shirt. And just remember people, if you have a cool story that you want to tell, or you just have something to say, or you want your band to be uh, featured on an episode of Hey Bartender podcast, all you have to do is either message me on any of the social medias or email me dude at heybartenderpodcast.com. So, until next time, ladies and gentlemen, it has been a blast. Thank you so much for listening. And as usual, I want to wish you all lots of love, lots of sex, lots of happiness, and don't take any shit from anyone. Good night. What do you mean it's let's go? I just got here.